Yes. Welcome. We're back with Ty. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. You've yeah. been on before, but uh, I don't know if we were doing video then. No, it was just the audio. Yeah. I was going to comment. I really love the addition of the video and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why we feel the need to do it, but it just feels like a way to reach more people. So we're like, fuck it. Well, and and I want people to see who you are. And we watch podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Same. And I don't know. Every time um, <clears throat> so I hate to uh, clear my throat on the mic, but oh, every time... When I see like the thumbnail drop for like the Patreon and stuff, yeah, it's just yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah, they're doing a video. Hell yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, so the first time we had you on, you did an incredible run through of a cancer journey you went through like in yeah. your early twenties. Yeah. Like 20. Yeah. It, and we were like, we we're just saying that was the first time we met and that was awesome. Uh, favorite way so far that I've ever like introduced myself to people <laughs> just throwing the mics on and talking. And, um, yeah, and uh, this Monday that just passed was my birthday, so I just turned 30. So Ooh, it's happy like, birthday. Oh, happy birthday. I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 30. That's 30. <laughs> We're Best doing decade. This That's, I, I definitely feel like um, the 20s are a scam. For sure, everyone's oh, just like because yeah. you're, you're young and you have all this energy <laughs> that like that's supposed to be the best time of your life. Uh, you're a mess. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> a mess. You're a fucking mess. You're a mess. <laughs> Absolute mess. And uh, probably not the best thing if pop for uh, probably not the best thing if you peaked in your 20s. I would say you know no. it's like a <laughs> you don't want to look back at your life and be like, damn, I really peaked at 25. Yeah, and I think um, probably. In this room, we've been doing enough stuff to like avoid the midlife crisis, right? Yeah, just yeah. trying. To <laughs> oh, I'm just elongating the midlife yeah. crisis <laughs> to a whole life. You crisis. might just call our life a midlife crisis right yeah. now. I mean, but yeah, it's, 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 it's possible, <laughs> but it's fun. It's not a crisis; it's a midlife celebration. Yeah, it's. Uh, it actually reminds me of a stupid comic panel that I have saved in my phone. I can't remember the name of the comic, but like a newspaper comic, and it's this dude. Uh, he's like very uh, aggressively playing the drums in his living room. And his wife is yelling, like, Gary, if you're going to have a midlife crisis, like, can you do, like, ayahuasca or buy a Lambo? <laughs> but, like, you got to chill with the drums, you know? Like, <laughs> just That's let awesome. it go. I think the crisis comes from not being true to yourself or, like, suppressing a part of yourself that wants to be experienced. And so the, your crisis is, like, well, I'm going to die in this lifetime. I might as well. It, Live it's, it up. it's the uh, the crisis part of it is the returns on a bad investment you made in your twenties when you were confused as fuck yeah. and being grifted from every angle and trying to be enslaved by fucking corporations and to, you know hypnotized by the media. Like yeah, the reckoning with that hopefully happens with somebody in time for them to do something about it yeah you know? definitely. I think the way you live, the way we try to live, is just like let's always be doing something about that. Yeah, I think we're well like. We're in a battle against entropy, right? We like yes. just stare it in its face every <laughs> yeah. single day. Yep. Mm. Uh, but I definitely do think <clears throat> there's that shift into your mid twenties. Like uh, I would definitively say, before twenty five and after twenty five, even later, your brain hopefully shifts from uh, like it shifts into delayed gratification mm. as opposed to just like I need this right now. Can't even think about. <clears throat> what's this going to do down the line interesting and uh yeah at some point you're like oh i should start planting seeds mm. because i can see the ones growing and these were like kind of fucked up i kind of fucked this garden shitty seeds. <laughs> it was just me and my friends making fun of each other and getting blackout drunk that yeah was, these shitty seeds are now turning into being angry adults yeah. like what are we doing absolutely yeah <laughs> and i and it's it's interesting too to see uh how friends go through it and everything like that. And, you know, you, you inevitably, like, you lose good people along the way. And then people do really, like, 
the interesting thing is when, you know, maybe somebody leaves the group or something because they found their thing, you know, and like, you can never hate on that. Like, oh no, they're doing what's best for them. That was us. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's, it's, I feel myself, uh, kind of on that cusp with a lot of different things. Um, and I don't know, I'm just really, really looking forward to my thirties. Well, you just, I mean, I can't imagine a, a crazier kind of like wrapping up of a Saturn return yeah. from what you just told me Yeah. that you, you were in a like three, four year relationship. We were friends with your, with your girlfriend and you're like, we broke up and then two weeks later my mom died and I'm like, Ty, you're killing me right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, uh, I definitely, um, I'm. I've been calling it the grief portal now and uh, I like that too because I think you felt me like approaching it but yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, so and I think I definitely spoke about it too the last time I was here but uh, yeah like in towards the end of September my mom passed away and it's been a uh, it was a it's so interesting now because the time frame of everything feels like it doesn't feel as real or as long because um, <clears throat> I'm pretty fucking young still. Yeah, right. And yeah, so she she got chronically ill when I was 15. It's been half my life. It's been mm. 15 years of this, uh, of me entering like, first of all, just like, what the fuck am I doing with myself as I was a teenager and, and everything like that. Like, friends are getting blackout drunk and like, partying and chasing girls and stuff like that and i come home to just pure caretaker making meals teaching somebody how to walk again helping them all that type of stuff and uh it's been a long long road and it's the thing uh even even worse than when i had cancer and i thought like i got pretty close to dying like this my mom's stuff has been the biggest fear that i've always had like it's i've i've I thought I used to be grieving in advance, mm-hmm. you know, because it would hit me at certain times. That like, can happen. Yeah. Like, you, you, you definitely can yeah. grieve something you haven't lost yet, um, <clears throat> but you know the inevitability of it. So, you know, I'd be walking around and, like, I'm sure, you know, people will get, like, the whole, like, the death jolt. You're just like, oh, fuck, one day I'm going to die. Oh, oh, and then, man. like, with this, it's like, oh, fuck, like, she's going to die, like, 100%. And it isn't even so much about, like, the whole she's not going to be here anymore, but I definitely think uh, there's a part of us, certain people like us that like pretty obsessed with the idea of death. Like just what the fuck is it going to be? What's on the other side of this? Literally like, what are you going to experience and everything like that? And deadheads. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Straight up deadheads. Just like, can't, you know, some of us just have that bug, that consciousness bug that like, I don't know. Uh, But my mom's relationship to death wasn't very solid. So I Mm. always, always felt for her and I always hoped that, you know, it wouldn't be painful or she wouldn't feel scary or any scared or anything like that. Mm. And she's got like typical, uh, uh, like grew up with like Christianity and stuff like that. So she does believe in God and an afterlife, but it's, it's, it's different from our like, when you have certain direct experience and stuff like that, that kind of does changes the way you live. Yeah, it mm. really, really does. It melts away certain type of fears. Mm. Um, and you know, I just always, uh, well, and unfortunately like a lot of people, it just doesn't go the way 
that you hope it will go, but like she died in a hospital. So mm. it's just, you know, mm. uh, who knows? I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Who knows? But I will say um, my final, like the last time I saw her, uh, it was okay because it actually really, really, really interesting. But the thing that's been kicking me in the face ever since then, uh, fucking Ram Das, be here now. Yeah. Like just be here now. And to the, mm. the level of attention that we could pay, there's always more, mm -hmm. you know? So <clears throat> those last few weeks in the hospital, like my mom was dying. Mm. She was actively dying and I didn't see it somehow. Yeah. For some reason, my brain was still like, all right, you know, this is a big one, but mm -hmm. you know, we're going to take her home. Like I'll be there. Like, you know, just like, like feed her, get her back up to, you know, normal again. Uh, right. We, I went through that with my sister. It's, it's, it just I, doesn't seem real. It doesn't it seem like seem that real. could happen. Yeah. And now that I play things back, like those last few times that I was talking to her, you know, like the conversations weren't making sense at all, mm. you know, talking about people that I've never heard in my life before, things like that. She still knew I was there and stuff. And now I'm just like, oh, dude, like she was totally going in between. Like it was happening. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was the transition. It, yeah. Mm. And it kind of, uh, I don't feel I've been thinking about the word regret a lot, you know, like it, it's, I don't think, I know she wouldn't want me to have like some psychological baggage on myself that would like stop me from living how I should and doing what I should. And as you know, it sucks and everything, but she left me with a lot of love. Yeah. Um, but I really am just like, how the fuck can you tell that, that yeah. this was happening right now? Like it yeah. definitely was. Um, it's a self-protection thing must be, it, it had to be, it had to be because like, like for the people that are so obsessed with this and everything like yeah. that, like I pray that I have as lucid as a death as possible, yeah. you know, like really yeah. trying to aim for a good death. And yet I couldn't see, and you know, the Tibetan book of the dead stuff, just mm -hmm. everything. Like there are the stages. Yeah. This is why you're with the dying and how to be with the dying and stuff. And whew, completely over my head <laughs> with this one. And wow. it's just like, damn. Well, I'm not going to get that chance again. You know mm. what I mean? I think about my dad and it's just like, it's fucked up. But I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll definitely be sharp for that one. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I will, yeah. I'll definitely, or anybody else, you know, yeah. I, I can, I won't deny it. Mm. And I'll probably lean into it a little bit more that the possibility that this is the way it might go. Um, but really, uh, the cycles, the stages afterwards, um, dealing with like life insurance stuff and, f and funeral uh, yeah, shit. Yeah, all mm. the stuff um, in the immediate aftermath. I'm actually weirdly grateful for with my family and what we went through because it gave us something to sink our teeth into right away. Yeah. Because the, the emptiness would have killed us. It is it is weird where it's just like, okay, like now there's there's stuff to do. Yeah. You know, it really is weird. And I just remember, um, you know, speaking to some of my older relatives, like a like an older aunt of mine talking about it and she's just like oh well you know you guys gotta you know get the arrangements uh together the the sooner you do it the cheaper it'll be and i'm like money like yeah, what what are you talking about and then just having to go through that like going through a life insurance policy and just seeing and how much money and all this stuff this stuff and figuring all those things out but i feel weird that like like it has to happen mm -hmm. yeah yeah but there definitely should be like a mandatory like grieving like just can I get my own shit together first? We don't have that here. Yeah, we do. Every not other have culture that. has rites of passage. E exactly, rites yeah. of passage. That's that's a really good way to put it because I've been I've been expressing that idea to the people that allow me the space to talk about the heavy shit because it's just 
yeah, yeah, we do it so weird here. Like business first and then figure all that stuff out. We it's, raw dog it. Yeah, yeah. And then we say there's, there's a pill to deal with the, the fucking the symptoms of you not dealing with your shit or knowing how to go through rites of passage or having yeah. the space to. Yeah, it, and <laughs> having the space to is really, really important. Uh, I feel like, and also it's just that death thing, like everybody's going to go through it. We mm. all, like it It sucks, but what I went through is not unique. It's it, it's signed in the fucking contract when we yeah. get here, you know what mm. I mean? Uh, but you still feel it. And yet everybody ignores it or they don't want to talk about it or it's just like, yo, that's that's heavy stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, but what it's changed for me now is like with my friends who haven't experienced that type of loss, it's like, hey, like, you know, I don't know how you feel about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'll be there for you when it happens. And because we don't have uh, those rite of passages in this culture. And one of my buddies, I have to give it to him. When we were having this conversation, he kind of put it into those these terms that people just walk around with their own private cultures towards death. Mm. And that's crazy. Yeah, it really that's is. That's really crazy. <laughs> it is. That we're to just individualize that. Exactly. Something we're all going to face. <laughs> we're all just wa like we're just walking around and it's like, I have no idea how these people feel about like life, death, yeah. whatever. And then you can see it. The people who do fucked up, really evil things in the world, obviously. Yeah. Part of their perspective on it has to be warped. Yeah. You know? Uh, and you just have no idea what you'll go through. And I remember for years, for years, for years, for years, I used to tell uh, my girlfriend at the time, like, I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen to me when this, when this happens. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like just, uh, stand by, but stand yeah, down. Exactly. <laughs> stand by, but stand out. You know, and I did when I got like the, for this last one, when, uh, you know, she went to the hospital and I knew it was pretty bad. Like, at least like I told my, my roommates who are some of my best friends, like, Hey, like this thing is happening. Mm. Um, be on standby. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm opening up to you right now to let you know. Just like be on standby, because uh, I might need you to hold me down. Yeah, like you yeah, know, yeah. I don't think I'll ever like crash out crazy, but uh, you know, this will be a fucking big one. Yeah, you know I need you I mean? guys to be my straight jacket. Yeah, as he, a community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, like, just let it. You know, and I promise you, I I got your back when it's when it's your turn. Um, but yeah, going through that whole process. Um, it's weird too, I guess with some of the rite of passage stuff, like once getting all that out the way, um, like I don't know if I've ever experienced and I don't know if I ever will experience another honor higher than holding and walking my mom's casket. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like that's- I'm with you on that. I yeah. don't know what is- more, And it would never get on your radar as something that would be a high honor until you do it. Until you There's, yeah. give a eulogy. Yeah. Until you sit with a person in the, their last moment on earth and get filled with their spirit and they somehow guide you through all the grief. Because that's crazy. what I feel from you. I, like, I haven't seen you since then. And I wasn't, I wasn't there for you in the immediate aftermath uh, simply because I think you changed your Twitter name and yeah, your profile. <laughs> yeah. So like, and, and Twitter changed its algorithm. So I was just getting random tweets. And one day I just see what I think is a random tweet of someone saying the worst part of losing my mom is like, I'm young. I have so much of my life at, and my heart was breaking. I'm like, who is this person? I'm like, Ty. And that's what I reached out to you right away. I was like, dude, I'm here for you. Please come yeah. upstate. You know, like, oh my God. And, and just that sentiment, like... It was so perfectly expressed. That's how it felt when my sister died. It's like, I'm so young. I, now I got like, I have so much time without her. You know, that's, that's the hardest. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how I'd said. It. It's just like, well, like her life now seemed, seems way too short, but 
living the rest of my life without her is this is uh, it, it's literally until the end. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the longest thing I'll ever have to do. Um, but mm. you're not without her. No, and, and this is what I'm feeling having not been around you. On. Like she is part of you now. It's helping you through this other really hard, sticky thing you're going through. And, yeah. like, you have a grace about you that I'm like, oh, shit, I already knew you were a pretty graceful guy, but, like, you're firing on all cylinders now. <laughs> and it, oh, I always feel that way in the immediate aftermath of someone losing their parents. I'm like, something changed here. And I'm like, that's when I start believing in, like, they entered your consciousness. They're fully, they're not bound by their body anymore. No, you, you not at all. You get to be them. They get to be with you. And it's a beautiful thing. A lot of, we talked about like so many epic like sports moments or highlights of someone's career or great player are on the day their parents died. Yeah, the it's crazy day how they di- it's, it's It's insane. You could go through a list of it and it, it'll blow your mind and you're like, what accounts for that? Even players that didn't know their, their fucking they dad find out died, afterwards. they find yeah. out afterwards and they're like, oh, that explains 56 points for the first time in my whole career <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, what the hell was that? You got and, it, uh, uh, carried by the wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I feel for you. I, I really do. And, and obviously, we're here for you. And like the, the least we could offer is like get out of the city. Yeah, no, we, like I we were it. talking. Like I think, <laughs> I think you're starting to get to the age now where you're like, what is this thing doing to me? Yeah. In addition to the things life's gonna throw at me. Yeah, no, it is. Death, it's but, a fucking <laughs> machine that doesn't give you. <laughs> Any of the space or... or uh, it's cold and indifferent towards you. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. And uh, it's funny because you, you touched on certain points that that's, that's what I was thinking about. It's weird. All of these cliches ring true. Like, <laughs> absolutely crazy. You know what I mean? When, when, and they always say, like, oh, you know, when they die, they become a part of you. All this type of stuff. Um, it, it uh, I mean, it was a, it was a spiritual experience. Like, I, like, I... Right. The last time I saw my mom, um, that afternoon that I spent with her, like I gave her some water, uh, I cleaned her up a little bit. Uh, I massaged her hands, her feet, things like that. And it was just like, you know, I gave her a kiss and I told her, I'll see you again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I never got to see her again, but I'm okay with that last moment. I really, really am. That was the last thing I said to my sister too. When she was like awake and alive. Yeah. I kissed her and I said, I'll, we'll see each other again. Definitely will. Like there's no doubt. And uh, so then the next time I saw her was the funeral. And it was so crazy because when I saw her body resting, even even that silly thing, like, they did a good job with her. Like, I know. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, like These she, little things that happen in the immediate aftermath like that, you're like, oh, okay. Actually, yeah, you guys did right by her. Yeah, Thanks like, she looked, she, like looked, uh, she looked like she was at peace, mm. like, for mm. real. And when I looked at her, all that struggle, the fit, like half of my life of fighting this thing in my consciousness, and, and it, it really is the thing that has propelled my self-development more than anything yeah. is battling with this. Uh, I literally felt it melt in mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like I looked at her, saw her at rest, and physically, mm-hmm. physically something in me dissolved. Yeah. And I relaxed mm. for the first time in 15 years. Like I, I was also at peace, um, long-term peace, you know, like I'm yeah. wrapped, I got to go through the grief portal, but it was like, Oh, it's done. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Like it's all okay. Mm-hmm. 
uh and then it was just the love pouring out like crazy uh giving yeah you know listening to eulogy giving the eulogy i just remember like even saying my words i had something written down those weren't the things that i ended up saying Same you know what here, i mean man. it was just, yeah it wasn't <laughs> and they weren't the things that i ended up saying um and it it just hearing all the other people talk about my mom it's like yeah damn like that's my mom but also a lot of it i heard i was like damn like that's me yeah. like this is where i got this from and one of the biggest shifts for me were uh you know going back to like people like us like we like to test our limits right we mm. kind of like to <laughs> see how the capacity for what we can handle and also what we can integrate and everything like that so you know i'm one of those people that will do the crazy thing <laughs> so that i survived it and i'm just like all right like i've totally. leveled up like you know totally. what I mean? my threshold is whatever i'm i'm consciously trying to make myself more resilient and stronger and something that i realized with this was that the strength was inherent like she that it's hers mm. she was the strongest woman i ever knew and there's yeah. like part of the thing when i said like uh she had kidney failure so she would go to dialysis three times a week Oof. she called it her spa days <laughs> like that's Damn. that's the type of lady that yeah. my mom was you know what i yeah. mean like, that's how you are that and there it is like that's that's what it was like oh i didn't have to keep trying to like stretch myself as as much yeah. as possible so i can cope with these things like it's it's already there yeah you know it was there before i was conscious of it mm. and it, all the things uh it's funny like i used to in a playful way like blame her for my path because uh in, oh, not with any of that self-development stuff but just like job stuff and career stuff like she always used to put into my head like the goal for yourself like the goal is to work for yourself you know what i mean do your own thing awesome. build something for yourself yeah always injected that in me always wanted me a good wanted me to be a good moral person and it's just like a yeah that's why i can't jive with certain things like this is really like it I was know. she was she was putting that stuff into me it wasn't yeah. just like i'm trying to talk to you like she was trying yeah. to to put that in my psyche as i grew up and uh, it became so inherent to who you are that it's 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 like muscle testing your your reaction to things that don't vibe with it it's just like okay, yeah immediate on. you know yeah. it, it, some might call it commitment issues because of the sag thing but it's just like a no it's like a it, discernment it's, yeah it it's fucking discernment it's like a, it, a very refined level of discernment that maybe people couldn't understand unless you've been there you know yeah it's <laughs> it yeah it's, it's just all these things that she left me with the 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 amount of love that i felt the uh well, speaking of discernment, like she taught me how to suss out the good people versus the temporary people and things mm. like that, you know, and like yeah. I've been lucky to uh, I have really long term friends like my my closest circle are my high school buddies. We're all together. Damn. Was that like all the boys at the dead show? Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. And no it, fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You've <laughs> so, known them that long? that long some wow. of them first day freshman year of high school oh, type shit. of relationships and we're still I, i've lived with one of them now like it's all it, it's always wow. been that way um and yeah just being able to like just open up to people uh learning what a friend really is that's just all stuff man that all down the line she instilled in me and i think it's why i have a pretty good head on my shoulders so i definitely i would say she completed her job as a parent Mm. you know and i wish that and I, I i always told her that this is the time like relax like we're good yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> we're good you got us uh you did a good job you yeah. know and i definitely feel that way so although i still get moments where i'm like damn 
I wish I could talk to my mom about this. Uh, she left me with enough for mm-hmm. a lifetime, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm. And uh, it's 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 going to be interesting. It really is. Sometimes I still do get that, like, you know, it, I'm not through the grief portal fully. Um, so I'll get those random moments where I'm like, damn, yeah, she's dead. Like, it's, yeah. it's weird. But it just feels like, oh, like, I just can't talk to her again. Mm. But, like, she still... The reason I forget sometimes, it feels like I forget that she's dead, is because I still feel her, you know? Yeah. And it just hasn't gone away yet. And then I just yeah. got that, like, oh, yeah, huh. Mm. Can't talk to her, you know? Yeah. But... It, it'll be okay. Like, it, it's, yeah, it'll be okay. It's just it, it's uh, it's just sad. Yeah, you know it is, and it's it's uh, and that's okay. And it's so funny the amount of people who are like, oh man, like you know you're you seem like you're doing really well. Like you're taking you know you're 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 really handling it um, better than like full grown ass adults that I know and whatnot. Uh, but you know it's okay to like not be okay and stuff. I was like, oh I I know. Believe yeah, me, yeah. like <laughs> I'm not okay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, but yeah. I'm really trying to like uh, think about this and go through this. Um, but especially when people will use the word wise about it, mm. um, they're like, oh, you seem like, yeah, like you feel very wise or just the things that you're saying and stuff. But the thing that, um, people never really talk about is the, uh, the price of wisdom, you know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's really like, a it, it, there are levels to yeah. reaching, a, a you know, a perceived level of awareness. It's like. Uh, do I wish would I change anything? No, but no. like, there's a lot of fucked up reasons yeah. why I'm yeah. as level as I am. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and even to me, I'm just like this. I I don't feel very level. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I definitely have I've been going through it. Um, well, that's what higher dimensions feel like. I don't think there's any ground to stand on up there. So, yeah, no. you know, <laughs> like, like, I don't know how I found myself here, but. It feels very shaky, but I, I mean, you can also get down with that. Yeah, it's it's and once again, like it's not it's it's not a unique experience at all. Like mm-hmm. everybody is going to get a turn if they haven't already in some way. Uh, and because of that, too, one of the most interesting phenomena I've been experiencing, uh, well, when it you know when it was fresh, really, uh, were the condolences mm-hmm. from people who haven't lost that closely and the people who have. Uh, and it's very funny because they're the reactions are very similar, but the energy is so different. Yeah. And like the people who haven't lost um, one, you know, it's so funny that it'll come out of someone's mouth be, and they don't even realize it. But they're just like, oh, my God, like I couldn't imagine. I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? And I can see them grasping because it's like, oh, no, you can't imagine. No. I know you can't. Yeah. You know, uh, it, all good intentions. Thank you. Like, I'm not like, oh, this this it doesn't weigh any more, any less. But. There's a difference between the person who's so, who is so baffled and they're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I wish there's something I could do for you versus the people who have lost it. Uh, you can almost see your pain, recognize their pain. Mm. And it's a much different energy when it's like, I'm sorry. I wish there was something I could do for you because they already know there's there is yeah. nothing, you yeah. know, but those sorries feel so different. And there is a, a much more interesting connection with the people who have lost uh, very, very closely. And those are the people that uh, over this little grieving period that I'm going through, like those are the people who op- opened up the most mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, damn, dude. Like, honestly, I wish when I went through what I went through, uh, I had somebody to like talk about this with. I, when I had to figure out 
like the work thing and whatnot. I didn't go to work for a month after. I had to speak to like my HR lady and we didn't even talk about work. Like we just ended up having a conversation. She, uh, she had lost a parent, you know, and she went back to work like three days later fucking lost her shit you know what i mean all these things and i'm it's not the move not the move (laughs) but (laughs) what else can you do for a lot of people like most people can't take a month off work most people like most people don't even i would even say uh most people don't make space for grief they don't even know they don't and that's why it's like ah like hey it sucks that i know this already but grief is a force you can't there's nothing you can do about it you don't know when it'll appear you don't know how it'll appear all you can do is make space for it to unfold. Mm. Like you cannot try to like, and some people that is their coping mechanism is let me just bury myself in my work or let me go get distracted or let me like whatever. But I knew like with the big one, oof, I got to take as much time. Like when, when me and my girlfriend, when we broke up recently and we went through the thing, like for me, cause it was just like, Oh fuck, like this sucks, whatever. Did a bunch of drugs with my friends for like three days, three, three nights straight. You know, I'm like, oh. all right, whatever. Okay, I had to just oh, get that shit out of my system. That was your rebound. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? It was like, yeah, yeah. Substances, not people. Uh, this, this, this one, I was like, I don't want to do anything Smart. at all. Let me just feel this. Yeah, let me just feel this. I don't listen to music for like three weeks. Uh, dude, this is crazy that you're saying this because it's so similar to what I, I went through. I wasn't really watching stuff. Nothing. Yeah, no. Into, I was just, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm just bogged down by my thoughts, but it was just my pure consciousness only. Yes. Like, whatever is going on right now, that's the only thing that needs to be going on right now. Uh, and it Processing. felt very natural. It's like, I, I didn't even realize like, oh, I don't want to listen to anything. Like, it just was like a, mm. yeah, day by day by day. And then I'm like, oh. Yeah, I haven't like no, not a, not a podcast, not a not a single two minute song. Like yeah. I have put nothing in my ears, or I've like watched any sort of TV, nothing like that. That's a nice tolerance break. You come back to the dead, and you're like, what the? Oh, fuck? <laughs> and it's way more. It's even heavier now for yeah. me, you know. Oh my and that's God. Like <laughs> yeah, it's imbued with all this stuff that was sitting there all this time, and now like you've gone through the death grief portal, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, this is richer guy. than I thought. Yeah, really, really so much so, and. In along the way, I feel like uh, I guess I was getting prepared maybe without even knowing it. So like going to San Francisco for the final tour like that, yeah. like, thank God I did that. Like I those you're pre grieving. You're going to something that's ending. Yeah. A thing yeah. you love is ending. Exactly. And it's like, this is it, y'all. Yeah. You know? that, that, that's why it's like yeah. micro death, micro death. This is going on. What's a little trip across the country? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to miss this money versus the memories. And we, you know, we also, we're deadheads. We have that bug where, like, I can listen back to the show now. Mm -hmm. And I feel every single emotion. Uh, Definitely because of the grief portal. Everything's, like, a lot heavier and more meaningful. But, like, yeah. I could put on uh, that fucking I Know You Rider. And just, like, when, when, you know... I wish it was a headlight on a northbound train. Like when that just goes oh. off, <laughs> tears. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. Not sadness or anything like that, but just like, yeah, Terrapin Station. Forget tears. about it. Can't make it through that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. At yeah. all. At all. And that's why, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'll see Bobby until he fucking croaks too, dude. Yeah. Like that's, that's, uh, and that's why, you know, thanks for letting me crash for the, for the Bob Weir shows up here. Yeah. Bobby and the Wolf Bros. Incredible. Yeah, so highly awesome. recommend. Yeah. They definitely are, recommend hit, they've hit their stride as a band. Yeah. It's, it's in crazy for wait, 80, 81. He's done, 
he's seen and experienced more things than most people alive put together His right acid now. puts ours to shame. Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and at this ripe old age, uh, looking towards the end of the road, let me play fucking jazz. Yeah. Let me get loose yeah. and jazzy and just turn this into a, a, a remix of what we've been doing for decades. I in, think in Jerry would be so proud of, of that iteration of this, these songs. That's what I think, think so. when I see Bobby and the Wolf Bros. I'm like, oh, Jerry's shining down on us right now. He loves yeah, this. I definitely feel so, too. And it, it, it's, I was kind of laughing. I made a joke to my friend. Like, do you know? Because I kind of agree with you. Like, it, the, the Dead and Company stuff is very, especially these last few years and this last year with... Uh, putting Jay Lane in on the drums. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's just the energy. It's very like, yeah. I could show this to somebody uh, younger and they're like, oh yeah, like th- I got this. So I was like, yeah. this, this is the dad. I was like, yeah, no, trust me. Like this could, might be a good little intro. Yeah. But um, with Bobby and the Wolf Bros, it's like, damn, like do you know how much of a legend you have to be for John Mayer to just be a stand-in? I know. Like he was really just a I stand-in, know. dude. Like he ripped. That stuff was awesome. Yeah. But it's That was Bobby. Bobby's band. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, totally Bobby's band. I now I really don't understand the hate for it where people are like, oh, you know, he's no Garcia, he's no Garcia. Like, of course, yeah, no one no, is. No yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 Th- this is not what that is. At all. He didn't no. watch his father drown at six years old <laughs> and lose his finger and <laughs> fucking get in a horrible car accident. Yeah. At all. Yeah. He was like, getting laid in Hollywood. Of course, he just plays guitar. He great. just plays guitar. <laughs> that's yeah. He is just a great guitarist. Yes. Exactly. You know, yeah. Maybe really that's it. where the hate comes from, though, because sometimes I can not be a little tough. And just like, Jerry went through it. Jerry needed heroin. <laughs> never even tried acid john Mayer. like it's like a real but I, yeah the guy has provided some of the most transcendent oh, we'll be nice sphere are we going to the sphere together we already talked we're, about it yeah we're good some <laughs> the buddies that i went with when I, yeah my big dad had we my big dad had buddy that i i've been going to these trips with uh just last night it came up like yeah the rumors and then like the fucking the new york post article came out that like it's it's being mentioned that they oh, might wow. do that yes yeah, so, oh sweet so it's looking like it's on we're going to Vegas, guys. That's yeah, come on. <laughs> what a, a weird place. Yeah. yeah, we should get a house. Like, do it right, because Vegas will be a nightmare if we're all just like, I'm staying at the circus. I'm staying over at some, like, we yeah. don't want to stay in casinos. No, get a solid group of people, enough yeah. people. It'll probably be more cost effective, and yeah. we just, like, do it proper. UberX over there. Yeah. It'll, oh, my God. <laughs> that'll be probably, yeah. But just racking up these sort of um, really awesome experiences that have this inherent community and everything like that, um, it's been helping with the grieving just all of this stuff just comes together and uh even yeah like i know it sounds crazy like the the strongest relationship i ever had ended and then within two to three weeks like my mom passed away and it just felt like maybe uh these losses were just like preparing me for certain you know just the big one and stuff um but the thing that's been weighing on my mind is kind of trying to grapple with that whole, uh, like, you know, the hero's journey and everything like that. Yeah. This is interesting. The, uh, yeah, I kind of like disagree with it or I feel like that's not really the move or the way to think about things. Um, just because especially when, when dealing with death, um, you know, that's a whole being that is no longer on this plane and going through like the big experience and stuff. Uh, and even many deaths, right? Like the loss of a relationship and mm-hmm. whatever. I don't think it's collateral for you becoming a, a, the person you're meant to be like in a good, like an amazing way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't think that other people had to be a part of something 
negative for you for you to become like who you should be and this and, and the hero right, right? right. Uh, so I've been kind of thinking something that I've been having to grapple with really is like the caretaker archetype and and examining all these things because uh, I mean I've, I've been taking care of my mom for yeah half my life and it's that's just what I know how to do in the my last relationship the it was very big as well you know mm. what I mean like I'm very very big caretaker anticipate your needs uh and just do things to help you uh succeed in your own right but like learn how to take care of yourself yeah. you know what i mean like that's really what it is like it's not just me doing these things for you but also like teaching you and stuff so that like when i'm not here anymore you'll be good yeah you know what i mean you won't need uh me for that mm. but now it's like i'm not taking care of anybody other than myself yeah, yeah. for the first time Huge I would say in my up. adult life. Yeah. yeah. It's really crazy. Uh, and even going through like the breakup, um, you know, it's just like, uh, like, it, I don't want to say, thankfully it's not my first breakup, but you know, you get used to the cycles and stuff. So it's like the loss sucks, but it's really like the, Oh fuck, I'm going to like, it's gonna be hard to eat for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, sleep is going to suck. Yep. You're going to wake up, uh, your eyes are open. You don't even know what your name is yet, but you already feel the pit in your stomach. You're like, ugh. Like, it's it's <laughs> like you tweeted every day during the quarantine. Another day. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just every morning I, I would open up Twitter, ties another day. <laughs> no, that's how it feels. It feels like, ooh, it's a very, it's a liminal space almost. Like you're yeah, just kind of floating. Yeah, just floating. And then like just, so so having that thing, but grief in general is like uh that's what i've been thinking about too like you know what's the what's the true opposite of love mm. and i think it's grief like i wouldn't put it as like what's the what's the uh like i'm trying to put this in a in a good way like not the opposite reaction you know what i mean so i don't think it's love hate yeah but i think directionally and the essence of it the loss of that love and it not having to go somewhere like it not That's having a destination yeah it's the f the other half of that yeah. is grief yeah. it's like the everything the versus the nothingness or exactly i don't like thinking about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and honestly like and for me and, and you'll go through this in other ways but for me like the dramatic grieving of losing my sister happened like seven years later with a breakup with somebody that Cass and i had dated for eight months but just the sadness of losing somebody and they're still here and they won't talk to me. It just had me grieve every loss I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Every past relationship. And I was like, really just like wrought with emotion. Like I wouldn't even, I couldn't even pinpoint what kind of emotion, just like you're saying, very emotional. My sleep sucked. Waking up in like feeling like I already drank 10 cups of coffee. Like you ever have that? Like, yeah. Like you're grieving so hard that like you're manic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, def definitely. Yeah, you know, and um, it was very strange to me and I didn't know what was going on until I pinpointed. I'm like, I'm grieving shit that I didn't deal with when it happened. Or this is like the residual, the, mm -hmm. the extra shit that I just really didn't fully wrap my head around. And now I'm a psychedelic person. I have more perspective and fucking fucking sucks my sister died god damn it she should be living man i should be learning from her she would be a better filmmaker than i'd ever like really yeah. just like fuck this and that i didn't have at first yeah eight years later random breakup just like triggered Don't tell it. him that no Come i'm just I'm <laughs> no but saying i didn't it's do I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do what he's has the space and yeah, time to do I right now that. i was so in a frantic mode of like 
dad needs to go to rehab or we're going to have be dealing with a second funeral like mm. any day now. Like uh, it was it was like let's prevent my parents from killing themselves or you know like like let's prevent some further tragedies from yeah. happening. And it was just a lot of that kind of stuff. And I was in a marriage with somebody who was like had alcohol problems. So it was like a lot of managing her, taking care. Yeah. yeah I'm good at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden we were just in a, in a situation where like for the first time I was just like empty. It was just like, oh, what the fuck is going on? You know, what is life? Like, is this all it is? You fucking love something, then you lose it, and uh, yeah, that is what it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and enjoy it. Fucking be here now. Just be over here and, now. Over and over, and it's like, oh man, you know, we've been doing this stuff for years, and and you know, practicing, uh, but just all that stuff, particularly like the Buddhism, it's just like, fuck, dude, like, yeah, like, there's no, there, there's no escape. Mm. No. Yeah, guess what? Like, this really is. All it is like, yeah, I guess th this is it, man. Yeah. Nobody gets out of here alive. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's what it is. And thankfully, we we can traverse the layers and whatnot. But you still come right back to you're right here. You got to deal with that human stuff. Yeah. Your stomach's going to get hungry. Yeah. Like, you're going to need to drink water. Uh, you're going to lose things. Mm. And that's just that's just fucking life. No matter what. It, it's it's a it's a wild ride. Mm. Well, like what you were saying about not, you know, you're questioning the hero's journey aspect of the grief and that sort of thing. It kind of reminds me of like heartbreak, death of someone you love. Like it's all also very psychedelic. And with psychedelics, we find like it doesn't do the work for you. It's like this portal of perspective or something. But it's like then your opportunity then is like, how do I work with this? Yeah. And I guess that's something that you're learning as you go through the grief portal or. Totally. It's the most psychedelic thing that I've been going through for sure. Like it's just because uh, all the shit that was in my mind, you know what I mean? That I've been like scared of and thinking of or whatever there it was unfolding right in front of me, you mm -hmm. know, but this wasn't like a, but this one, it's like, oh yeah, this is it. You know, this really is it. So that kind of goes back to like, yeah, that's why I felt like the, the, everything putting her in the ground a lot of type of stuff like honor like there's mm, definitely yeah. there is something to it um but it's it's yeah it's just i don't know anything more psychedelic than death you know yeah. it really is it really is interesting but it's funny too because now i'm still taking some time um oh yeah like i got that uh that chonga from my friend oh yeah i have that i got that chonga from my friend um you want to meet with the elders Ooh, I'm, <laughs> i will very very soon because now it's just like fuck it i have there's nothing i have nothing left to do with like i have nothing else to do with the rest of my life except like live it yeah you know like this thing this really was a defining thing um in my life and will always be yeah and, and you know and it, it this was the journey that I'll even say that this, like my mom's situation and, and just the psychological weight with it has prevented me from going as deep as I know that I could or I should yeah. because I just want to handle this stuff first, yeah. you know? And smart. It, well, I, I don't know if it's smart, actually. Well, do you I, want an unnecessary bad trip? Well, or? there we go, right? That's really what it is, too, <laughs> I right? I mean, you're tripping. It's like, are you going to take acid and be like, well, let me just throw some mushrooms on top <laughs> yeah, of yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's <laughs> like. <laughs> but it'd be freaking out. And I mean, this is even a, uh, and it's funny because the years go by, time goes by. But even um, like with, with my girlfriend, it was uh, like, hey, there is a certain level of like depth here with like the psychedelics that like I'm just like, I just can't do. Um <laughs> 
because I know me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want anybody to be a part of that. Like, this will be a crazy one. If I were to, yeah, this will be a crazy one. That's when I got to just do in the dark by myself or something like that. But fun doses? Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm not bringing somebody else along for this ride. Uh, and now it's like, fuck it. There's nothing. Yeah. I think we yeah. have the right mushrooms for you if you want to yeah. try. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> they're very do. Happy. Yeah, they're very happy mushrooms. But it makes me think of how you, I thought when you said the breakup thing and you were talking about like, oh, I faced it like a lot later. It reminds me of when we were in Joshua Tree on acid and you like really had the experience of presence with Aaron. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That was um, incredible. And it was a high dose for me. It was two tabs and it really took like getting away from the the stimuli of like i was with two beautiful women and we're partying and having i just went out into the desert by myself and like sat there and breathed and i wasn't really calling for this but just like there was aaron again like the feeling mm-hmm. like th- the feeling of her still being alive and like just her telling me like i'm i'm with you i've been yeah. with you bro like don't question it that's it that movie um the paul thomas anderson movie phantom thread mm-hmm fucking made me have a baptism of tears because it's like this tight character who's going to it's just like he's overdosed on masculine energy the whole movie and he starts um taking mushrooms and like getting sick off them and hallucinating and at one point his his mother who had passed appears to him mm. and he's like scared and he's just staring at her and he says um it's, it's such brilliant writing all he says is like have you always been here and she just like nods yes and i just started crying like crazy like it was just such a just very simple scene that just like was like very psychedelic and, yeah and strange it's not shot psychedelic or weird music or anything it's just a person that's tripping asking their dead mother if they've always been with them and she assures them sure yes i have and god that fucking yeah that really hits me and i had that i had that experience with aaron in the desert and uh it took a lot of tuning things out. And then I come back and I tell my parents that, and they love that. I thought it would freak them out. Yeah. But I'm like, she has messages for us if you guys are interested in them. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, we need to change our diet here. Like, mm. Katie uh, my uh, Katie has epilepsy, and it's out of control. And I'm like, there's things we can do that aren't just uh, doctors and pharmaceuticals and black market drugs that aren't available anymore because mm. they're so poisonous. There's things we could do. And, like, they just totally integrated that stuff. And... Katie eats so good now, doesn't eat any junk food, drinks water. And like, it literally came as a message from Aaron. And the fact that I delivered it to my family as a message yeah. from Aaron, not from my dumb ass who's like, oh, I heard a thing <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah. But like, no, I, I'm sorry. I got a message from our girl. Like, yeah. You know, if you want, we, we don't have to do anything about it, but we all just dropped into that. And like the frequency has changed here since then. It It's, uh, it kind of showed like, yeah, they're just, even after the death you know what i mean like their existence still like unfolds and like one of the first things i like told myself was like like damn well like i can't wait to see how she continues to show up for me like oh yeah like the little you know and it's of course where it's our own personal synchronicities but um like i had noticed you guys have the rick rubin book yeah uh the creative act and like I, i i have it too and i was reading it and um it's so funny like i bought it you know, you're always reading. So it's just like, oh, all right, I got it. I, I want this book. I got a new book, but there's, you know, the stack before this fucking <laughs> incomplete still too. But, um, so I'd had it for like maybe two months. And then when my mom passed, uh, I just really dived into reading it. Um, because also with my mom passing, it was just like a, well, damn, like I got a very strong sense that like, this isn't even really like my life. 
Like, mm. this is the life Whoa. she gave me. Whoa. Yeah, like, it was, and she did a really damn good job of of taking care of me and wanting uh, the best things for me. So if I really want to honor her, you know what I mean? Like, I can't crash out. No. I can't just, like, I have to shoot as f- as far as I can. Mm. I really, really want to. There's no reason. There is no lower rock bottom than this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, as long as I'm alive, mm-hmm. I can do it, you yeah. know? So uh, it it's just been, like, trying to, yeah, so just reading the book, and, like, when I finally picked up the book, and, like, in the very beginning, it's, like, I don't, it's not even, like, five chapters in, but he has, like, the little verse that's in there that's, like, uh, you know, there are seasons for the whatever. They said that shit at my mom's funeral, wow. you know? And, like, when I read it, I was just, like, oh, mm. okay, it started. Yeah. Like, this is the re- this is what the rest of my life is going to be like. Like, yeah. I get it now. You uh, woke up and found out you were the eyes of the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heart has its seasons. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, man, everything, yeah, so much more meaningful. Uh but yeah, so I feel I feel all the yeah, like the clichés ring true, like I feel guided. I um even honestly, even that's why like I know when it'll be right and I delve back into the psychedelics, uh there's nothing to be afraid of. No. There's nothing to like whatever it is, as long as I'm alive, I yeah. can integrate it. I'll handle it. Like yeah. um I think no matter the dose, like I don't think I'm going to like just become a wook like traveling no, and stuff no, like that. yeah you know what i mean like i'm pretty like you're as wooked out as you're gonna get yeah exactly i like uh, to think you know what i mean <laughs> i like to think we all are you know like you hold the job yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man so i think like it'll be really interesting and and it also feels like stepping into that portal but it, it it's interesting too is like i don't really feel uh and once again like i have a great dad i love my dad um but like when he passes it'll be more like a well you know like Thanks for your job, man. Like that's my guy. Like you know, appreciate you did a your good service. Yeah, I appreciate your service. Uh, but with mom, it's just like I'm not anyone's baby anymore. Yeah, like, I right. don't. I don't now. I feel like an adult because mm, yeah. I don't feel like someone's child mm-hmm. anymore. And it's it's weird. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like it's definitely weird. Like I find myself a thirty year old man. And it's just weird, like even putting this perspective and stuff. But it's like thirty-year-old man trying to figure out like what their life is going to be like, and thinking really heavily about family and stuff like that. And like you know, it really just comes down to the family you create. Yeah. At this for this point, at this point for me, that's what the rest of it is. So you know, I have my friends and all that type of stuff. Um, you know, definitely like relationships would be way more meaningful mm-hmm. now. You know, like long-term partners would be way more meaningful now and whatnot. Uh, and still like plenty of adventures to go on. So like it, there is like hero journey elements, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. I don't think all of this was so I could become all these things. I just feel like this is what I'm choosing to do with it. Cause mm. I've seen, like I, I had a buddy who, um, a few weeks before my mom had passed, like his, his mom had passed Oh damn! and, um, you know, I saw him go through it, but like, yeah, you know, he was fucking drinking all night, one night stands, all this type of stuff, trying to go, yeah. you know, get through it. And um, when he found out that my mom had passed, he reached out to me. And, you know, one of the first things he said is like, I was so stupid in the moments after, like mm. completely, you know? And yeah. I'm like, hey man, like you can't judge yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, he's probably a lot younger than you, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like 23, 24, which like, yeah, bro, it fucking blows. Yeah, like, yeah It's yeah. really young. It's, it's really young. It was me being at my mom's funeral 
and older relatives or like older family friends like you know looking at me and and my uh younger sister being like oh you guys are young man and i'm just mm. like oh fuck we are yeah like yeah i lost my mom at like right at yeah 29 turning into 30 that is that's yeah. pretty young yeah it is you know it isn't it is it's not that uh yeah it really isn't that old um but i always knew that too because when this stuff first started and i was younger like in my teens i was like oh like I'm definitely going to go through a lot of fucked up stuff like mm. before, you know, before my friends, but I bet I'll be a sick ass adult after cause I'm getting all that stuff out the way, you <laughs> yeah, know, like totally it, it would, I couldn't imagine, um, with, with respect. It's just like, it's just my perspective now, but like, I couldn't imagine being like making it all the way to like 50 and yeah. then being shattered like this. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it, my good buddy, uh, he was telling me about, um, like he, his, his grand, father i think is is you know starting to show the signs of you know decline and stuff like that mm. and like he can see that his mom is not ready you know wow. what i mean like, he can totally see that it, wow. it it just like you when you can see the grief that hasn't happened yet like hit mm -hmm. somebody mid-conversation and stuff like that yeah um and you know just having that he's like dude like you're turning 30 handling this way better than like my 60 year old mom you yeah, know what I mean? yeah and it's just yeah. and i'm like it it Everybody goes through it in their own different ways, of course, but that's where it kind of comes back to that, like, the price for this shit. Like, I, I not everybody needs. It's a yeah, heavy no. price. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but, everybody needs. But this. it's like a, a wisdom that can be shared. Like, I feel like Sean, almost to a fault at times in my young 20s, he would be so adamant that I was present with him mm. because he had a sister who, as she was passing, was like saying, be present with me. Yeah. And he got that she was wise enough at 15 or something yeah. to say, hey, turn off the baseball game. Like, yeah, let's be here together. Yeah. And so Sean gave me that gift through. She gave Sean that gift. And Sean then gave me that gift of like, this is where life is. It's right. It's happening right here. It's yeah. not up in the skull piece. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, without I don't know, sometimes reading the power of now doesn't do it. You just need someone being like god damn it Cass like where the fuck are you you have to be here mm -hmm. like this is where it's at and you have to feel the pain of not being here to realize oh my god Sean is he knows something he has a wisdom that it took maybe psychedelics for me to fully embrace yeah well it, it, in a weird way like part of the high, being on the other pr side of the high price of wisdom is like just like a really stupid chan tangential one but like I enjoy and can do drugs with Ty and trust you're not going to freak out. <laughs> I don't know. It just, this stuff yeah. gives you such perspective. Yeah. And like, you know, anytime I hear people be like, oh, I'm, I'm too scared to t take psychedelics. Like this isn't me trying to encourage them. I'm just like, oh, are, are you scared of yourself? Cause like, that's all you're, you're going to just be facing. Yeah. Yeah. We had, so I couldn't understand how he was so calm. We were, I mean, we took a really high dose the first time of everything, everything we've done, taken a really high dose the first time. And he just like goes into this Buddha mode. And I'm like, what the fuck like he's like the worst has already happened to me like what the me dying you know what i mean yeah well it, 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 it was i think it was kind of profound and i don't even know if if you meant to say this but it almost felt like you were saying at the beginning of this conversation like going through cancer was easier for you because it was you than than having to watch your mother suffer yeah you know and and, I, and that like really rings true to me i wish i could have been the person in my sister's situation than having to be me yeah i would i would trade but, i would i would trade it in in a heartbeat to just be like i can handle this i'll do yeah. this i'll be i'll sacrifice myself for this family and uh 
she was just the one and I, I would have rather been the one because from uh, oh my god losing of uh, losing somebody like that is just so it's so devastating it's so devastating but I'm pretty chill at doing drugs now. Yeah. <laughs> there are benefits. Yeah, yeah. no, I am. I'm, uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, the the worst I'll get on drugs is like when we take mushrooms and it feels like it, like there should be some reverence and people keep just like fucking around or mm-hmm. whatever, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm going to purge when that happens. Yeah. You know, it, it's not even a conscious thought. I'm just like, oh, Lord, oh, I, yeah. I, I can't be part of this conversation anymore. <laughs> you know, it reminds me, we have a good friend who um, did a, he's done many ceremonies to fully embody his wizardom. He's mm. a, you know, self-proclaimed wizard and he is a wizard for sure. Yeah, but for um, sure. he's done these like ceremonies to become a wizard. And after his, one of his last like I'm ready to become fully the wizard. Um, his mom passed. Yeah. You know, like it was kind of yeah. the price of admission. You know, in a way, in this yeah. dance for him to fully embody the wizard. And and he totally had a reaction to it, like you. I, I like nailed the landing, like stuck the landing. You're like, wow, nice job. Uh, you were doing all those flips in the air. Yeah. I did not think you were gonna be able to <laughs> stick the landing, but you stuck the landing. And uh, she's helping him be more of a wizard than ever. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. It's crazy you say that because it, 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 it really, I don't know why that's like a a rhythm of a story that like that, that has to happen for certain people. But uh, it reminds me of like one time um, when I was uh, helping out like this uh, this Buddhist nonprofit stuff and they were doing like, uh, it was over the course of the pandemic, They uh, people were trying to become certified as meditation teachers right but, yeah but they couldn't do the silent retreats so they did like an online thing basically like <laughs> just at, sit there at, quietly on yeah, zoom at home exactly dude at You're home you know me, yeah bro. it was so funny it, 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 they really uh they did the best they could obviously it's like hey like you know don't leave your kids starving you know what i mean but yeah. like you're not watching tv with your husband or your wife you know what i mean like just try to keep the container as much as possible uh but point being one time during one of the dharma talks this 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 uh teacher she was talking about how um yeah, she was just really, really, really on the path. You know what I mean? Like going to the retreats, delving deep into her meditation, all these type of things. And when she went on a, uh, I think the longest retreat that she was ever doing, uh, there was like a point where like two weeks into it, um, you know, she was just feeling like she was on the mountaintop, you know, and just like, just asking God, like, you know, like, all right, like, I think like I'm ready. You know what I mean? Like what, like, what's the test? Like, what do I have to go through? Or, you know, I'm, I'm, or almost feeling like, Oh, I've mastered it. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, wow. Like I've, I've, I've made it. And then, uh, shortly after her retreat got cut short because her mom passed away. Mm. And then it was like, a, Oh, Whoa. That is, that's, that's the admission. Like here's the, here's, here's your actual portal. You know what I mean? Like here, here it actually is. And it does, uh, it really does feel like that. Like you get filled with all these different things that don't leave and they continue to evolve. And like, I know I'm nowhere. It it hasn't even been six months. You know what I mean? Like I know that this is, it's going to keep evolving. Um, some days it's heavy and random and whatnot. Or like I hear certain things like music always makes me cry now. And Oh man, (laughs) fucking, uh, and it's so weird because, before i had a little bit of a hard time not too hard of a time but like when when the dead when they do knocking on heaven's door oh right and they did that in san francisco that was my first one that i got wow immediate tears because they started doing like they started putting up all the past dead members like on the screens and stuff and of course it was gonna be yeah of course the last one was gonna be fucking jerry yeah and uh when they were doing that yeah i was just crying 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 but of course it's music beautiful you know what i mean also it's like 
dude, Bobby's getting up there. I like, know. it's crazy to hear him sing that I song, know. you know? Uh, it's perfect. That song wasn't meant for a young man to sing. Yeah. Ex- ex- it, yeah it's no. weird that Bob Dylan wrote that, like, in his 20s. <laughs> like, what the fuck deal with the devil did that guy make, first of all? But <laughs> it, it belongs. Bobby should be singing that right yeah, now. Yeah, it really know? is. Like, a, it, it's a real interesting one. And now, like, uh, I think, yeah, since my mom passed... Uh, I've probably only listened to it once. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew, like, even if I just see the name, I'm just like, oh man, yeah. too much. Not, yeah, not yet. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Not yet. You'll do that when you miss the, miss. Does, do you think there's a point where you kind of miss the rawness of the grief, or is that a weird? Thing yeah, to yeah, say? yeah. You'll, you'll, that song will come back. Yeah. To you. No, absolutely. Yeah, and, and it'll hit. It'll hit hard. It's just like right now, it's too potent. Just kind of like taking acid right now yeah. might not be the move. Well, exactly. Like you all, know? all I've been. Yeah, just. Uh, and I'm getting pretty. Uh, pretty close to letting go of weed for a while because it's just like cool. I'm, not, I'm not really getting that high yeah like right. i'm already like i can't get any higher know, than this right now yeah so it just really feels like habit like yeah it's just like really really habitual and then also like i really want to fucking be present i really want to yeah. be as present as possible uh most of the time you mm-hmm. know uh so really just uh yeah weed and nicotine really have been the only thing right now um same here yeah, bro with stuff and whatnot, i think we're on the same track yeah a little kratom yeah a little, little <laughs> bit of kratom right every now and then. <laughs> yeah a little bit of the kratom and uh but yeah the like that's why i feel like when i do do psychedelics again like i definitely want to like fuck it ceremony style yeah. like i gotta go through something uh so my good buddy who um one day i'll Next time you guys come down to the city, like you guys got to meet him. Cool. He's got to come on here. You guys have oh, a great yeah, conversation. Oh, we'll do it together. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. His uh, his name is Zach. Love you, Zach. He uh, he is uh, he helps run a ketamine therapy clinic down in in, in the city uh, called Cardea, but it's not like the clinic isn't the word for it. It's it's a space. It's mm-hmm. an amazing space. As soon as you walk in, like there's funky, weird paneling on the wall that is mycelium grown and like the front desk oh, is mycelium wow. and, and and uh resin glued and just like it's really cool the uh the the, the i believe he's the founder owner so- sorry randy if i'm getting it wrong but uh he he's an artist uh by trade and he that's funny by trade but like the place <laughs> it literally has like a big like funhouse mirror straight from like one of the co- old oh, coney cool. island attractions and stuff like that and then like it, it really is just a space you go in and there's this really weird big like chrome silvery like it's not a couch it's just like a weird like layer stacking layer of cushions that are like spread out and stuff because they have like group experiences oh, there cool. and then you have the individual rooms that will have the singing bowls and the gongs and stuff like that like it's totally this is not going to the doctor's office to get yeah. like a ketamine infusion or Which something sounds you know? horrible yeah it's cr- <laughs> absolutely crazy they really just hold the space uh and yeah he 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 they he really helped me out um really been a really good guy i've done some experiences there which were totally really really cool like it, probably the deepest i've gone with ketamine somehow i want to try it. Or no nasal? yeah the nasal okay. right and they yeah they have the pharmacy you work with them and everything and then they really just provide the space for you to do your thing um really deep and he it's definitely his story to tell but like yeah he his past life like crazy addicted to a whole bunch of stuff mm. uh dope opiates everything uh iboga was yeah oh yeah yeah that's the one yeah. we haven't tried yeah that's just kind the, of like let's have that in our back pocket in case i need to scare away some opiate yeah, addiction i guess yeah. that's how i feel about it too like i, I definitely like medicinal use only yes with that for stuff. that one uh and 
and yeah, and now and now he runs a ketamine clinic and this is what he, you know, this is what he does. Uh, so he had come over, like I had a day of like, just like, just grieving, just like, Hey, like open invite, like people, if you want to like, just sit, spend some time with me, like mm. just, yeah. Revolving door coming in and out if you can. And he lives uh, down in Jersey, but he came up, I had the dead playing softly in the background the whole time and everything. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, he, he brought me some changa that, uh, straight from, um, Julian Palmer, the dude who fucking oh, invented it. Yeah, wow. his, he's got a buddy. She went to Australia, was hanging out with him. He just made a batch, got it, and All then she right, gave some his... Yeah. Got a new batch of changa. <laughs> we call it changa down here. <laughs> I don't know how changa got started. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it, so yeah, I got a nice little bit of, the, bit of it, and it almost feels too like... Uh, I probably won't even smoke all of it. Like yeah. I'll like keep some of it as like memorabilia almost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Straight from the dude himself. Yeah. Um, but that feels like I'd rather do that than uh, even even going to these shows and stuff. Like last night, I had a tiny piece of, of the mushroom chocolate. Yeah. Not even you know, it's just less than a microdose, just a mm. little stimulant boost. Uh, but even then, that was like the first anything different like i don't yeah. i'm not even doing edibles right now or anything because wow. just like who fucking knows yeah you know? it's a good place to do it because you're held by the music familiar you know it's like yeah it was fine it, it didn't get too weird like i was yeah. just like oh i definitely like i can feel my face like a little stimulated yeah. you know but like it was steal your face yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i i was gonna tell you i, I didn't want to tell you but then you offered us some kratom i'm like oh you're into kratom cool but I didn't tell you yet, but like I stumbled on, I feel like the best thing for a show that I've ever done, and I did it for Ween at the Capitol Theater, was four Kratom pills, which is two more than I'd normally take, mm. and four mushroom microdoses. I was never fully tripping. I was just, it felt like I took Molly. Yeah. With really yeah. no consequence. Super stim like, that, like Just that, like, ooh, I nailed it that night. And I got to remember that for future shows because I'm like, that's the, you Good know. combo, yeah. And you could do it in there. Yeah. Like, like, it'll hit you halfway through the first set. You'll be like, oh, I'm fucking flying. By drums in space, you're yeah. like. And then they lock into you and just fucking. Have you ever done ketamine yourself. during drums in sta space? Uh, City Field last year, my yeah. friend had some cat. We took like, we yeah, saw you just at that a little, show. yeah, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. Um. But this year I rocked out really with like the kratom and like a little bit of the mushroom chocolates and smoking weed. And it's stuff, it's a, that that to me that's like wow this is what this was made for. This yeah, is perfect for this. at home though like couch touring. Oh yeah, I mean this winter alone <sighs> like I can't wait to just throw up some of the streams and like that oh, is like yeah yeah. It's one of the best things we have going. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I think we came along at the perfect time to be deadheads. Really, uh, there's so much. There's so much to work through, and then so much ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and but like you know, talk about grief because like when I watch the, I love what rewatching the Grateful Dead Long Strange Trip documentary. I can't watch the one where Jerry dies. I, yeah. I cry when I see everyone at Golden Gate Park because like, can you imagine being a fucking huge deadhead when that happened? I see. Yeah, right. We yeah. What the fuck? No, I mean, we look at Jerry and we're like, oh, he was old. He was fifty-two. Yeah, super young man. What the fuck, man? Super like, young. That that really must have like tore people's hearts out. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad we came along after the scene had grieved. Yeah. You so know? <laughs> that's I in a way, and I hate that I that I do, but like I think about Bob Weir. Yeah. In that it's way now tough. too, it's you know, be Phil. And it's gonna be it's yeah, Phil, Bob, like it, uh, fucking, uh, dude, just all of them. It's just uh, it's really gonna be like a damn like, thank you. Yeah, Holy thank crap. you. Talk about thank you for your service. Yeah, like, like whoa, what Bob a, Dylan. Bob, when Bob Dylan dies, I'm, oh, I'm like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. It's going to happen. It's it, this is. I like, don't know. I feel like they get to an age where, like, I wasn't sad when Ram Dass died because it was. He's so, the one I always think of too. It like wasn't it was, sad. 
It was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, if there's anybody on this planet who, you know what I mean, who was ready who or got whatever, it. Yeah, who yeah. got it, him. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Yeah, man. Yeah. But John Lennon. Oh, like, I, I get angry when I think about John Lennon. I do too. You know? Yeah. But it's, oh, yeah. And then what I think about is his son had to not, not know his dad and look exactly like him. You it's know? So it's bizarre. It's crazy. It fucking sucks, man. And, you know, talk about losing your parents. Like, Paul McCartney and John Lennon both lost their moms young. George Harrison. Yeah. Jerry Garcia lost his dad. Watched his dad die. I mean, it's a superpower. It's And, and it's it, it almost would seem offensive if I was telling you this, your day your yeah. mom died or no, whatever. It's, well, <laughs> dude, it's, uh, it's, it's funny because you, like, talking to the people that haven't gone through the experience, like, sometimes I've had to have the caveat, but, like, I hope I don't sound like a psychopath when I say this right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, yeah, there are certain things or even... Um, Especially when it's something that you've been anticipating for so long, mm-hmm. yeah. you you just don't know what to do with it. But there is like a, there's in a weird way a lightness that comes with the loss too. Yeah, like you know, and like yeah. that sounds real weird to no, talk about. No, it sounds almost fucked up. But yeah. that was the immediate feeling we all had after Aaron died at one p.m. in the hospital. Like there was a lightness about us. That's what got us home. Yeah, you know, if if that it, it's such grace and it gets from the angels, it's from them. To, to bless you with that, to be able to function. Because, like, yeah, it's hard to function. Is there something really... about, like, the relief of someone being s- sick that you Well, think I think part... probably plays a big part in both of our stories. Yeah. Is yeah. like, well, they weren't, they were having a rough go at it here. Really, that was, that was not fun for them. They're, yeah. at, pe- they're at peace now. I'm yeah. not. They are. That's all it is. As much as I wanted, you know what I mean? And just really was, like, even, like, it's just like, uh... But it was really interesting, too, and it is a thing that still does uh, really break my heart that, like, although, like, my mom's body, you know what I mean? Like, that really was the thing, but her spirit, her intellect, all that type of stuff was still so sharp. Still so sharp. Still really penetrative. Still silly. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, With, like, even part of that, like, with my birthday that just passed, like, it... I thought it was going to be more fucked up. And sometimes, like, even right now, like, I'm wondering, is it just like a, like, I think I get it. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm still having certain feelings that, like, uh, that I'm like, you know, is it just because I think I should be feeling this way? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, should I yeah. feel like this really sucks, my first birthday without my mom? You know what mm. I mean? Like, it does. I feel it. Because every time, like, for my birthday, I know, first thing in the morning, um, I'd get a phone call from her. Yeah. And imme- from the time I pick it up, She's like singing in this ridiculous bravado voice, you know, happy birthday and stuff. <laughs> and I can hear it in my head. Yeah, right. I can hear her voice. It's not even like my yeah. vo- voice doing like I can hear her crystal clear doing yeah. it. So it was kind of okay. Yeah. It was totally okay. It was like it wasn't anything too crazy. Um it was weird. Like the holidays, they all suck and they're kind of like, you know, it, it's, it's just flavored differently, yeah. but it, it, death is a feature, not a bug. Like it's okay. It's mm-hmm. totally okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we treat it like a bug. Yeah. Yeah. We're all, everyone's all fucked yeah. up about it yeah. and stuff. It's, it's to the point where like, we're so scared of death that we just disappear the elderly population in our society. Oh God, you just don't know about them. You don't know where they are. You don't know what they're doing. Most of the time their family don't know what where they are or what they're doing. Like, oh yeah, we threw her in a home fucking 10 years ago. It's like, that person, uh, the veil is so thin. You know how valuable they are in terms of wisdom? Yeah. And just teaching you things and learning your family history and 
learning about the cycle of life through watching that happen. But we're just so in avoidance mode because I don't know. I, I think like if we weren't and people were actually processing the feelings as they were coming, we couldn't have capitalism functioning the way it does. Oh, no, it way. couldn't be endless growth. <laughs> it would be like it would literally be us taking a breath and being like, hey, that quarantine was kind of crazy for everyone. Let's take a second. <laughs> Let's fucking give everyone a couple months off. Yeah. Sean for president. <laughs> <laughs> no, there would be more more cycles and mandatory in breath. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> mandatory in breath, dude. And it's like we, especially with um, it, something I've been thinking about too, especially related to like the whole family thing and and that kind of stuff, is that like, uh, you know, life is so large, right? It's yeah. fucking limitless. What we could do is limitless and we're born in a really particular time where like we can do shit like this and this can reach people and stuff like that. But like our individual lives are pretty small. Yeah. They're really, really small. You only like depending there are outliers, right? Like if you're like a celebrity or something like that, you might actually come across millions of faces in your lifetime. But like, we don't really run through that many people. There's only, there's only a certain capacity for like close relationships that we can have and things like that. Uh, so it really starts to become super apparent that like, yeah, like that family stuff like that, that that's really all there is. You know what I mean? Like really yeah. lock that down, take care of it, grow yeah. it, do whatever. But like main that that's your home, whatever home is. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? You go out, you do your adventures, you do your service, your work to the world. But this is where you live. This is where you sleep. Uh, you know, this in some way with the, these are the relationships that when you die, this is what's going to be going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, who are the people that are going to be doing your life insurance shit afterwards and whatnot? Like, I know. Yeah. You yeah. might want to try to like be on good terms with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe start today. <laughs> Maybe try to, yeah. you know, de- everyone's shit is dependent. But uh, if you've got the opportunity. Yeah. Fix that shit up. You yeah, know what I mean? That that's really, great advice. It's the inner work. It's the whole you know, if if you think you're enlightened, go home for the holidays. Like just yeah, all, yeah. all of that. Uh, that is where the this this the real self growth and the real work is, uh, which is why it's so hard. When, and when you simulate death, like we did with like Toad or ayahuasca, but like Toad very particularly, such a death simulation that it felt like when I came back, like oh, I'd been given a second chance. <laughs> and the first order of business, clean up your fucking messes, dude. Yeah. And I really did. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I got like a 50% response rate. <laughs> yeah. It sent out like 10 emails. I got like five solid responses that led to friendships that I'm like, thank fucking God I simulated death. Yeah. Had regrets and addressed it because now me and this person are tighter than ever. Yeah. And we can't even remember what we were fighting about to begin with. I have, I have, there's definitely like, I have, I've got a list, a little list in my back pocket too. Just yeah. like, like, yeah, I haven't written that email yet. Yeah. But it's yeah. really on my mind that like, I really should, and it's, it's nothing crazy. It doesn't, it, you know, but wherever, even instances where, okay, yeah, I was directly responsible for like this getting weird and wonky yeah. or whatever. And then even reason, the ones where it's like, there was a huge misunderstanding here, but I yeah. just kind of left it alone. And I just left what it was like, yeah, I have some text clean and some up those emails. Messes. Yeah. You I know? was trying to, like, I was contacting people. I was like, uh, objectively, I was in the right here. You tried suing me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I resisted <laughs> and I'm apologizing to you for whatever I did to like, uh, have long lasting feelings of anger towards each other. Yeah. You don't hear back from that person. Yeah. They probably just, they're like called their lawyer or whatever. Yeah. No, I've, I've got <laughs> one too, where it's like, well, not it's to have you as suing, but like I had a good buddy and like, I don't know, some weird stuff was going on and he, uh, I think I was like, I was being like 
pretty cordial to his ex-girlfriend at the time and like i remember really, this he, yeah, i know this story still haven't talked to that dude you know what i mean really? but i it's on my mind now to be like hey man like and it's not even about me but like uh i went through a lot of shit and like i don't even know why we stopped talking to each other or what like what what really i don't know what yeah. it was for you i meant no you know disrespect I mean? yeah i meant no disrespect <laughs> yeah especially because it's like well I wasn't trying to Mac. Yeah, it, it, there was no way that it could even be taken out. Like, you know, it was just literally just being like, you know, hope you're doing well or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not gonna openly be like, oh, burn and die, bitch. Like, I like I. He might need his anger to subside towards her before you know. Th- that's what I mean? really like, was. What yeah, it the was. boys can work it out. It's it's a, like it, it, that's it, really yeah. You know, even if you even if I had like my best friend and let's say even something as bad as like his you know, whatever, his girlfriend could do something crazy. Like, me to her, I'd never be like, oh, you're a fucking scummy bitch. You know what I mean? I'd just no. be like, I'm just not going to talk to you. Yeah, like, I would, yes. yeah, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. I, so, you know, I chose to just be like, oh, well, you know, do your thing. Yeah. You know? And he, you know, flipped a little bit. And I'm just like, hey, man, like, mm, I think we were we were pretty cool friends before all that shit. And I don't yeah. think that was enough. Yeah. You know? It's just a reminder of how touchy that territory is. It really is. It really is. <laughs> and, and, and shout out to um, my boy Connor, you know. Who, he's always who, had your back. He's just always had my back. Like, you know what I mean? He'll be like, hey, I know you just broke up with this girl, but she's calling me up. And I'm like, she's playing games. He's like, oh, I'm not fucking doing it, bro. <laughs> like, he's so loyal. And I, I like... As as fucking lame as that seems and low frequency sometimes, yeah. just knowing you have people out there. Yeah. That no, is like, it fuck is. Yet, bro. No, it is. Like with with what I'm going through right now with with my ex girlfriend, like you know, uh, I've had to let her know specifically, like, hey, like don't worry, like you know, this this whole huge family social circle thing that I have going on, like they don't like nobody hates you, you know what I mean? But uh, don't fuck with them. They're, Very they're, important. They're kind of on standby. Like I think it's standing it's, by, what, but standing down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I give the word, yes, it might be yeah. The cavalry's coming. <laughs> So just play, yeah. <laughs> tread lightly. Yeah, let's just tread lightly here. Like, don't worry. Like, like nobody actively dislikes you, but they are. There's a question mark right now. Well, that's how I know it was real love. Because if it's not, you immediately, your body just trashes this person to everyone you know, so you can't take them back. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a protection mechanism. I would not say doing she's that, a bitch. Yeah, you, you, yeah, exactly. I would say, and even even uh, pretty like respectfully, like on both of our ends, I don't think there are people that are like, oh, well, you know what. Like you're better off with that, you know what I mean? It's yeah, really just been like, yeah. oh fuck, dude! Like really? I know. How the hell, really? And yeah. it's like, all right, well, she's a fool, dude. Know? And it would hurt you <laughs> if they were doing back. that. Like she was a bitch anyway. I wanted to tell you, like, yeah, then never I'd do be that. Like a... Never do that to somebody's going through something. Because <laughs> even if they hate them in that moment, they're yeah. gonna be like, why are you saying that? To yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Don't. Do I, that. I've yeah. had it happen a little I, bit. I, I was oh, with just... them for years. Like, don't say that. Don't trash my life. Yeah, you know, it sometimes feels a little good, a little good. Well, I've had it where I talk shit and then they start talking shit, and I'm like, that. This is a bridge too far. Let's show. Oh man, you this know. is a this is a good one actually. It's making me like because uh, I did actually have that experience with one of my friends recently, and like uh, this actually, I don't know if you guys know many people that went through it too, but like this end of summer, like the whatever. I think I think like uh, I think Venus was in retrograde or something, but like yeah. bunch of bunch of relationships ended. ending in like yeah. August to September area. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one was crazy. A really good buddy of mine. Uh, so he he had been dating this girl for like two years, and I know they were like kind of going through like a little bit of a rough patch or whatever, um, but not like a just he was trying to figure her shit out. She was trying to figure her shit out, not mm-hmm. like interpersonal rough patch, but like you know like if a person is depressed or whatever, that's their journey. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and we just try to care for each other. And uh, I've definitely had 
uh, a relationship before where like you kind of just realize like you know your love that you can give is not enough for yeah. for a, what a person might need and what they have to go through and they're you got to set them free you got to they have to go through their thing yeah you know and so with this one though uh my buddy's girlfriend got caught up in a cult basically whoa yeah like actual and it's just weird because it was like textbook Twin flames. Was it twin (laughs) flames? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's our favorite current cult. It's so. It was so weird. It was like this. uh, There's, there's, there's a monastery somewhere up in Canada, I guess. Oh wow. And the weird thing was that. um, So yeah, I mean, I guess she was going through her own dark night of the soul type of stuff, and this was like last resort, like I guess for them, like hey, go to this monastery, for a few months, get your shit together. You know what I mean? And they took up their friend's recommendation, who was a dude, so vastly different experience i suppose right so totally (laughs) so this guy thought it was fine so no one was ogling me or trying to fuck me or anything it wasn't weird at all right so (laughs) so she went up and i remember like when he 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 didn't give me the full details right but he just know he just told me that like this weird stuff was going on i remember we finally got on the phone and he was like he was like okay before i tell you this story ty how do you feel about gurus and I was like, dude, no, no way. Mm. And he's like, yes way. <laughs> yeah, Ty. I was like, dude, no fucking way. All right, tell me. I can't believe this. All right, what's going on, man? Yeah, like she fell in love with the guru and it was real. It's like falling in love with a bartender. It's crazy. Ah, <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> that's a deep cut. That's a, we oh, won't even man. expand on that one. But <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to clip that one up. Uh, that's this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just real. And I mean, it's like, I can't believe when we were going through the details, I looked it up and like, I see the dude, it's like, you know, it might be different if it was like, you know, maybe like dude in like his forties, fifties, maybe like Christ like type thing. But like, yo, this was like 75 year old dude. Like, I don't even know how he's still able to do this shit, man. And it went crazy. (laughs) They're not a sponsor yet. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) He was, yeah, definitely was on a whole bunch of whatever because like, but yeah, like in very typical. Where like you know it went along in stages like, like no this cannot happen you know what I mean it would it would fuck with your whole thing you yeah. know what I mean so very gradually like oh well you know maybe you know what I mean and then to full blown like yes sleeping with me will definitely help you f- help your awakening you know what I mean and it just it just wow. whatever uh, so he's been going through it but also i was like well it helped me put things in my perspective because i was just like hey man all right you know what at least you're not going through that like <laughs> like me me and her right now like you know it's it's not bad terms nothing like that but like i didn't lose my girlfriend to a fucking cult like how do you come back from that one dude? talk about like, getting that's, cucked yeah that's like <laughs> like that's a really but also in that sense i was like hey man like don't go crazy with the self-reflection on this one because like yeah, yeah. This was not your fault, man. Like, unless you were to like lose a second girl to a cult, then you can like look at then, yourself then and be like, "What is it about me?" <laughs> yeah, then. But like right now, like, no, you lost her to a powerful, manipulative motherfucker who probably has like gray hair and a beard and like looks. Yeah, and everybody smart. wants to fuck God. You it's know what I mean? So weird. it's like yeah. the next best thing. <laughs> and and also with part of it was uh, just in respect to her own journey, like um, she wanted to get swept up in something you know absolutely and, and and also that is where i was like hey you know like that's where i told him i was like this actually is a pretty good experience for you to kind of be like dude like you, you really did dodge a bullet 
Yeah, yeah, because, because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you dodged a bullet because if like she would have just taken you to a very bad place because if she is putting her faith in the idea that a person could shift like her fundamental reality and make things okay, like then that's 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 not someone you want to be with. Like yeah, they have right. their own, they have a whole heap of lessons that they need to go through that it probably would have been way worse for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? To try to accommodate that yeah. type of shit. Fuck. You know, and it would have happened piecemeal over decades and it'd been a nightmare of a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like this better, just burned it out. This guru came and burned it out. So crazy. And she and it was very like, you know, she was like openly telling him this stuff and he's just like, Well, you know, this is fucking done. Obviously, you know, and her almost being never like Never again. Yeah, never he's funny now. He almost once he's like, I don't think I want to date a girl who meditates or isn't any of that shit. I was like, I, you know oh, what? We've, yeah. we've seen this. You know, I'm like, you know what, dude? Yeah, maybe you should like get someone who's like really like like got some talk to start people that are like physical and stuff. You know what I mean? Like really you, like if I was single I'd be hanging on yoga studios. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, like just somebody who's more just like about an embodied practice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Go find like a track runner or yeah. something like like someone who has like athletic things going on, and they're not just trying not to like crystal you know. Chick. We we yeah. call them we call them sometimes we call them crystal bitches. Yeah. Our and friend Joey started this. <laughs> you know, I I came up with the term, but like, okay. but he he dated a crystal bitch, and um, it fucked him up, man. Yeah. Really turned him off to white girls in general. Yeah. Like he did, he do, he wasn't just like no more crystal bitches. He's like no more white girls. Yeah, like this, funny, I'm not dude. even fucking around with this anymore. They're crazy, and the way they do it is so like with a smile on their face. They'll yeah. just cheat on you, yeah, it's and, and justify it somehow, or you know, like it's it's a it's a crazy thing. And didn't you and then hide behind spirituality and use spirituality to justify just fucking toxic behavior? And yeah, it's really weird. It, yeah, I definitely would. Um. You gotta avoid those type of things, but that's all. That's all along the path and and whatnot. And yeah, it's yeah. funny too because in this last relationship I was in, like that, like when we had first met, like she she totally thought she was a crystal bitch. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like not for nothing, I was like, uh, let me show you what love is. Yeah. and like and magnesium. Yeah, and that's also not to <laughs> that's also not to knock people who believe in the power of crystals. Like I do believe in the power. I'll just say, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, the the. Umbrella term for for very. It's uh, looking you know. for like when, when people say deadheads, they're talking about something other than what we're doing. It's I like think. it's looking for the it's like looking for the shortcut in a way. Yeah. Or something. Yes. Yeah. You exactly. know, so it's not an umbrella thing, but there's a certain. It's like it becomes a personality trait rather than a f- f- uh, true devotion. It's like, oh, what's my hack? To it's it's yeah. uh, it's homeopathic. It's uh, essential oils. It's like you know, it's not seeing the whole picture. It's more maybe. like an aesthetic. Like I would yeah, say, exactly. it's, it's really, it's really just the aesthetic, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, you know, you're 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 really into all these type of things, but like, yeah, you'll you'll cheat on people or you'll oh, do yeah. whatever, and then it's just like justified. Whenever you find one of these people on Instagram, scroll back, and y- if they weren't savvy enough to like delete their old pictures, it's like, oh, you were a club slut, <laughs> <laughs> and you you tried Molly one night, and uh, now you're doing this thing. Well, yeah. it's like and the only reason you're trends. doing it is because other people yeah. have paved the path. For this to be a viable thing, yeah. Oh, I mean, young girls in their twenties got to do weird shit. They got to figure it out. Young you know? men definitely do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, and you, you'll see it. Crystals uh, are probably like the least harming. Th- like crystals over alcohol. I'll have that shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a pretty good shirt. I'll t- I'll take that for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's the lesser of two evils. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Crystals are great. It's just the aesthetic. Yeah, they're they're part of an aesthetic. That lends itself to a certain type of person that I think uh, 
in their 20s being deluded on that level yeah. like you're gonna hurt people in relationships and that that's what i've well, seen well you're gonna also believe people who might not be fully in their integrity yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah and those crystals are like sending up a flag of surrender to grifters and fucking weird perverts that that is really what it is too. It's just there's yeah no it is it's there's a there's a real lack of discernment with all the like light and love shit you know what I mean yeah like yeah. that's that's really what it is but mm-hmm. I would even say like uh, a big part of I would say like anybody's basis in their spirituality is discernment yeah you know what I mean like figuring out that used to be my biggest obsession was figuring out what's real like yeah. what is actually real you mm-hmm. know and yeah a lot of that stuff isn't some of it is you know like definitely integrate a bunch of it and whatnot but like if i feel like if it's yeah because of whatever you know whatever transits are happening in the sky today like you looking to that before like having the hard conversation with your partner you know what i mean like there's there's because also yeah exactly it's like your ego interprets that so you're like oh this is because you're a sagittarius or whatever and it's like there's a lot of things going on with me right now to to deduce it to one particular astrology reading that you went through that person's ego to be channeled you know what i mean it's just like a it's a house of mirrors of like ego channeling of astrology and that doesn't mean there's not truth and stuff and value in it but it's also like I don't know. It, yeah. You miss you miss the uh, deeper presence. You encapsulated presence. it perfectly. I, I've been struggling to find those words forever, and I'm like, astrology is awesome, and I love it. But uh, a, a crazy astrology person being close to them is it's it can be a little fraught with fucking. Um, I knew you were gonna do that. I knew you were gonna say it. Of course, you're acting like that. Yeah, you know. And, I, and it's I'm like, like no, it all. Where's my yeah. human quality? Yeah, no. Yeah, it comes yeah. with a know it all type of vibe, and I'm like. Yeah, where's the spontaneity and adventure and just like, I need to, to just talk you. to you about real fucking shit that you're doing in yeah, this yeah. life, not fucking what's going on in the stars right now. Yeah, you're actually yeah. doing the things. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, you know, and it, it is just uh, it's a lot of spiritual bypassing is, yes. uh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, possible. That's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, and it's all part of the just being a human and this really weird yeah. ride that we're all on and everything. Yeah. And it, in these last few months, it's the most I've felt like just like, oh, fuck, dude, like, I'm a lot. I'm a. I'm a thing that's alive on this on this rock in space and and so much more. But really, yeah. like, forget these constructs. Forget like my representation of myself in society. Like, I just feel like a being. A point uh, of awareness. Yeah, just thing. a point of awareness <laughs> that is uh, grappling with like loss and grief and stuff. And like, it feels like it's these are some of the most important things to go through. You mm-hmm. know, um, so I'm trying to do it cleanly and kind of take care of myself whatever that looks like now i'm trying to like figure that out because it's you know i had to go through the cycles of like oh fuck like all right am i getting enough calories in a day again you know what i mean like i definitely like a lost weight and just like the the weird cycles of thoughts and blah 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 and just really doing what i like coming up here to see bobby and whatnot and like uh uh all the little like i told you earlier all the little synchronicities that were happening even down to like i didn't have I had a GA ticket for, for last night. My buddies got balcony tickets. I just went up to the balcony with them and like all along the way, like got into the Capitol. I was supposed to get the wristband for GA and like, I kind of, I, I heard it. I had no intention. Like I, I knew I was going to like sneak upstairs, but I had no intention of like not going through the regular process. Right. So I remember like, I kind of walked a little too much and then I turned because I was like, Oh, wristband. I turned and the guy was like, Oh, wristband. And then another dude next to him was like, no, he goes upstairs. And I was like, I'm just going to go upstairs. We found the seats. 
sitting and it's like, all right, yeah, we'll just wait. We'll just wait until whenever someone, these people come, I'll have to go. Yeah. You know, we'll just wait. So we're sitting in the three seats. There was one empty to me. And then this family comes and they take the next three seats. So it's yeah, family, empty seat, me, and then the actual two seats that my buddy's got. And I leaned to my buddy and I was like, oh, you know what? We're probably going to have to end up shifting because if these two seats are vacant, it's probably like a, like a, a couple at yeah, least, yeah, right? right? So like, yeah. fuck, they're probably going to want these seats. And then the lady in the family next to me, she's just like, oh, yeah, like we had invited a friend, but I don't think she's going to make it. Like that's her seat. And I was like, oh, cool. Fucking I guess, awesome. yeah, you know, and then just. And they had the best spot. Yeah, like they were up at balcony the center. center. That's yeah. where we want to yeah. sit at the Capitol. Like Ooh, that's so nice. the spot. So it was awesome. So and this is a sold out show. It's not like, Amazing. oh, there's an empty seat here. You know, like it's yeah, crazy no. that there was an empty seat in that show last night. It was really, really crazy. <laughs> uh, in, in just, yeah, well, should we yeah. try to go tonight? Yeah. I mean, Ty's, Ty's like, this it's is my the, birthday. This, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, it, it, I, uh, we'll take a look after this and see we'll if it's look. in our price range. Yeah, my friends were asking me if you guys would come, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm, I'm low key. I'm gonna like try to like uh, come we, on, guys. We've let's do it. we've done <laughs> much more spontaneous. Last time we looked at the prices, we're like, uh, we can't justify this, but I know Saturday. Yeah, but I think like we'll see. We'll I don't see. know. We could take. You a never know. You, you never know. know. Well, this was fucking awesome. I could keep talking to you. It's crazy when I when I was like, oh, we should have Ty on. I was like, I need to pick his brain about all things minerals chemicals inputs and whatever and like i really do want to do that podcast yeah, with you one we'll of do these one days for sure. um but yeah I, I want you to like brush up on like uh magnesium and that kind of shit and yeah. just be able to tell me some stuff because yeah. I, I think uh getting behind the control panels the way you have is like really the goal it, it helps a lot yeah. and uh definitely next time too like it but uh i've already seen it being here like the lights the light situation oh, and everything yeah. like that the red lights at night like really um uh, dude, so awesome to meet your dad. Like, holy yeah. shit. I didn't really like, you met him yeah, in a weird moment yeah. where he's trying to quit smoking and he's just very like, uh, uh, no, it's still, still, oh, so awesome. But, yeah. uh, just, um, just, yeah. Like what I was say saying earlier, like, uh, stuff with the sun and like circadian rhythm and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, man, that big fireball God in the sky that literally controls everything. Like, <laughs> follow that there's yeah, yeah 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 it's way more than just being able to see you know what i mean like it's it's really a lot of stuff um but yeah no thank you um for you know immediately like when you reached out uh i was really um just like taken aback by like the generosity i don't want to say no. taken aback because it's just like it's fucking sean and cast but like thank you for immediately being like hey man like if you want to talk about your mom or whatever yeah. like please do this this is yeah. the place to do it and um yeah, and like l luckily, I feel like I was, it was pretty, you know, held my shit together. Like it's, it feels good. You yeah, know what I mean, man. it feels integrated. Uh, I was crying. Yeah, <laughs> I looked down at the thing. I'm like, it's 18 minutes in, and I'm fucking crying. What yeah. is this gonna be? <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, no. I'll and also like the drive here is not bad. Oh, no, you should be coming up more often, dude. And I definitely will if yeah. you, if it's possible. Hell I totally yeah. will be. And. Um, if you want yeah. people to find you, how should they find you? Or if you don't, I don't care. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Right now, I'm still like I'm I'm back on Twitter. Um, the handle is myconautic, so it's it's M Y C O N A U T I C. One of the best follows on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I got that app again, I would only follow you. So and and just you know, for right now, uh, I'm just it, it, when it comes up, it comes up. But that was it was, for me like grieving publicly like that too and just going through the motions yeah, so it's dude. just like Powerful. whatever yeah like it's it's because there's there's and this is why i wanted to have this conversation and it's the conversation i've been having with people uh 
we should all talk about these things way more because mm. we all are going to go through it. Yeah. And you have no idea how you can help someone. You know what I yeah. mean? And and when I was grieving and going through, like, hanging out at the Kava Bar with, like, it, it, I spent more time with, like, this community than I did, like, my day one homies and stuff because yeah. it was just different. Yeah. And these are people who, like, yeah, I don't really, I don't know their stories, yeah. right? Yeah. I know all my friends' stories. I know what they've been through. Shit, I'm the only I'm one of the only ones that are going through this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And to hear them open up and share their grief with me and everything like that, I could feel that both parties were yeah. getting something out of it. That's you know why this I mean? is valuable. Like, yeah. This is such a powerful transmission that you came on here and just spoke from the heart about all this stuff. It's Thank you so much, Ty. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you guys for having me. And it's we amazing. have uh, patreon.com slash church of chill. There's discounts for all of our new merch. Ty's rocking the new T-shirt. Buy our T-shirts, <laughs> our hoodies, and we have beanies. And also, we have a a dope uh, bonus episode on there with Noah Lampert called Noah is not a cuck. And uh, Ty is not a cuck, too, we found out. I think it's something we have to establish with our male guests. We're not kink-shaming in any way, but we're just saying they're not cucks. Yeah, I mean, everyone's assuming that you are nowadays, so you just have to... Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. have to set the yeah, record yeah, straight. Yeah, set the record straight. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> patreon.com slash church of chill. Thanks, y'all. Peace, love, and magic. Thanks, guys. Sean is not a cuck. <laughs>